Welcome to Aragon Live, the podcast for business and IT leaders where Aragon experts share actionable insights to help you and your business move faster. I'm Katie Bartenslager, Marketing Associate here at Aragon Research. Today, I'm joined by Adam Pease, Associate Analyst and Editor, and today we are talking about computer vision. In this podcast, we are going to cover what computer vision is and some current events happening in the computer vision market. Thanks for joining me, Adam. Of course. Glad to be here. So let's start from the beginning. Do you mind telling us what computer vision is? Yeah, so computer vision refers to the use of AI algorithms to understand, analyze, and reconstruct visual scenes from image or video content. And computer vision operates through image classification, object detection and tracking, semantic segmentation, image reconstruction, and other capabilities that depend on artificial intelligence algorithms. It's commonly been associated with self-driving cars and security systems but its use cases are expanding rapidly right now to encompass fields as diverse as agriculture, medicine, and insurance. And all of this is stuff that we've written about on the Aragon blog so far. Yeah, I have been seeing a lot of recent blogs on aragonresearch.com about the computer vision market and how they are entering even more markets. It seems like this market is rapidly growing. Yeah, totally. And so for a couple great examples of this recently, the first is computer vision breaking into the fashion industry. Recently, the computer vision provider Reverie AI has turned heads with its exposition of an AI-based solution for virtual dressing rooms. Reverie AI's virtual dressing room works by using computer vision to synthetically generate the bodies of human models. It then takes these model images and combines them with databases of e-commerce stock, creating ready-made versions of models wearing clothes without having to spend time photographing real people. So how is this impacting the market? Well, in the case of human bodies, the future of generative content is already here. Now brands can feature human faces that have never existed before in their advertisements. And this can save a considerable amount of business time and spend when one considers the expenditure involved with designing sets, setting up cameras, editing photographs, the actual payments to the models, and all of the things that have kind of characterized the way that this has been done in the past with human models. And so if these solutions prove to be scalable for large brands, we may be heading towards a future for e-commerce that shifts away from reliance on human models altogether. And you can think of this applying to more places than just the generation of human beings, the generation of visual content in terms of website logos, you know, graphical elements for website user interfaces, all of this stuff is possible through the generative capacities of computer vision. Wow, so definitely something everyone should be aware of. What is another industry you've seen computer vision in? Uh, So another example would be the uh, fast food industry. Agate AI is one company uh, that we recently wrote about on aragonresearch.com. And so Agate AI has recently closed a funding round for $10 million and it bills itself as a kitchen awareness solution. So it monitors workers and it monitors kitchen activity to optimize the preparation and delivery of food. So you can imagine that in various fast food restaurants around the country, There are certain standards that are expected by managers for how workers should package and prepare the meals that are being sold to customers. And traditionally, it's been the manager's job to observe the workers in the process of their preparation, but obviously the manager only has one set of eyes. So what is happening with companies like Agate, which is being adopted by the fast food industry in particular, is that companies are using these overhead camera solutions as a way to basically supplement the eyes that the manager has with additional pairs of eyes. And then they can even notify workers um, in the process of the the job. So with their recent funding, they're looking into using computer vision to complete this sort of overall mission 
of automating the way that work gets done in terms of food preparation. Got it. So how do you think workers will actually feel about around-the-clock supervision? So that's a great question, and one we'll have to wait on and see how workers respond to. But it brings up an important point. Computer vision is a powerful tool, and the capacity to monitor workers in this way is doubtless an attractive revenue opportunity, as well as a chance to cut costs and free up managerial resources. But will it impact the hiring prospects of enterprises that employ such solutions? People definitely do want their privacy, and we'll have to wait and see until these devices are actually implemented before we know how the market responds and what kind of management and monitoring constitutes an overreach of privacy you know, in the minds of workers. That's something that definitely remains to be seen. Yeah, definitely seems like incorporating computer vision both in the fashion industry and the fast food industry could benefit businesses, but could also impact workers. So it'll definitely be interesting to keep an eye on. What about self-driving cars? I had thought self-driving cars were one of the biggest examples of computer vision making waves. Can you talk a little bit more about that? Yeah, definitely. Um, So self-driving cars is a great example. And I think that it's interesting because it is often the example that comes to everybody's heads when they think about computer vision. And historically, self-driving cars were more or less the first way outside of facial recognition technologies in places like airports or, you know, consumer devices like iPhone cameras. It was really one of the first places that computer vision technology sort of demonstrated that it could really transform the way we go about our daily lives. And we, you know, if we think a few years back, especially to the early 2010s, and the mid 2010s, we can think of a lot of examples of self-driving cars showing considerable promise and they continue to show promise. And recently we highlighted a company in our hot vendors and computer vision note, which uh, provides new solid state cameras that support, you know, recognition of obstacles that cuts through fog, cuts through inclement weather conditions, you know, via via these infrared cameras that are that are capable of detecting things sort of despite road conditions and and this shows a lot of promise for how computer vision can produce safety on the road but also enable autonomous vehicles that won't run into the kind of issues that autonomous vehicles have in the past when it comes to uh, being tripped up by these sorts of weather conditions. But the real reason we haven't seen as much, you know, as many waves lately in self-driving cars and autonomous vehicles has to do with the difficulty of scaling these solutions in terms of wide-scale adoptions in ways that will be acceptable to both local and federal governments around the world. And so we've seen that it's really difficult to get around some of the uh, tight regulations that exist around highways and uh, roads and, and, and the ways in which these regulations can be different from place to place makes it difficult for us to, in the near future, imagine self-driving cars being widely adopted, almost regardless of of how good the technology gets, because these things often do come down to long legal battles. And it isn't, you know, it isn't obvious that an autonomous solution to, you know, something as fundamental to everybody in America as driving, you know, will be an easy thing to push in, in the near future. But I do think that the, that the uh, you know, the emerging technology is exciting and it will continue to see applications in places such as drones, which aren't subject to the same kind of regulations as highway vehicles. And so I think that we can expect to see self-driving cars making a real transformative impact on the way that driving happens in the long term, but maybe not necessarily in the near future. Got it. Very interesting topic. 
So how does one actually keep up with or stay informed about this rapid growth of computer vision in so many different industries? Well, everyone should be keeping an eye on this market. It is one of the fastest growing markets in tech right now. And an important aspect of this is also identifying the trends. Aragon has released uh, a research note that I wrote earlier this year, which is about five trends in computer vision. And it reviews five different sort of market accelerators that are defining the position of the market and contributing to its growth. And it's really helpful to sort of have a grasp of these underlying basic accelerators when you're trying to understand a market like this and navigate either acquisitions if you're an enterprise buyer or navigate product uh, design decision-making if you're actually a vendor of computer vision solutions and you're trying to understand sort of the competitive landscape of this market. In either circumstance, you know, it's, it's really important to understand what the emerging use cases are, the places where this is making an impact. You know, we mentioned fast food and, uh, and the sort of kitchen industry. And we've, you know, we've, we've mentioned applications on the blog and insurance as well. This case of generative content and in the context of fashion and, and marketing more generally, it's really important to understand where computer vision is coming of age and where it still has, you know, a little room to grow. Got it. Yes. And they can see that note, that research note and all of our research on computer vision um, at aragonresearch.com. And it definitely seems like an exciting time for computer vision. So thank you so much for breaking down some of the current events for us, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you so much, Katie. I'm really excited to continue researching and watching this market and uh, writing about it for Aragon. Awesome. Well, that is all the time we do have for today. To our listeners, we want to thank you for tuning in. You can learn more about computer vision and other business and IT topics through our free 45-day trial. To join, please head to aragonresearch.com and click on the red free trial button in the top right corner. You can subscribe to Aragon Live on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Stay tuned for more Aragon Live podcasts. Until next time.